Hi, everyone. We're conducting an audience survey, and we'd be really grateful if you could take just a few minutes and answer a few questions. Please visit survey.prx.org happiness to take the survey today. That's survey.prx.org happiness. Thank you. The Science of Happiness is brought to you by Progressive, one of the country's leading providers of auto insurance. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you say what kind of coverage you're looking for and how much you want to pay, and Progressive will help you find options that fit within your budget. Use the Name Your Price tool and start an online quote today at Progressive.com. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Dacher Keltner. When you think about the fear and uncertainty we feel about coronavirus, it's hard to imagine how delivery workers, grocery store employees, nursing home attendants, and others on the front lines feel. Healthcare providers in particular are one of the most vulnerable populations as they confront this virus in chaotic hospitals, often lacking basic equipment. Today, we're lucky to be speaking with Dr. Leif Haas, who's a family medicine doctor and a hospitalist at Sutter Health's Alta Bates Summit Medical Center in Oakland, California. He's also clinical faculty at UC San Francisco. Leaf is really a leader in taking principles like mindfulness and compassion and kindness and weaving them into the fabric of our healthcare system through his speaking, writing, and teaching. And I think his insights really go beyond the healthcare industry to support all of us who are experiencing our own worries and anxieties. Leaf's here today to talk about a mindful breathing practice he does to help him and his staff be present and calm during this highly charged time with the COVID-19 epidemic. And I'll be leading a two-minute mindful breathing session for us right before the credits at the end of this episode. Leif, thanks for joining us on The Science of Happiness. Oh, so happy to be here today, Dacher. When we asked you to choose a practice for these hard times, you chose one about calming the body and the mind by connecting to our breath. Mindful breathing prompts us to follow our breath, getting into a nice deep rhythm of breathing. And we know that mindful breathing can reduce anxiety and depression, can help people handle pain, Most directly, it would seem to activate the vagus nerve, which calms the stress response in your cardiovascular system. And other studies suggest that it activates parts of your prefrontal cortex, which calm down the amygdala, a threat region of your brain. One of the areas of evidence that really impresses me the most about mindful breathing is that it works for people handling trauma, first responders, police officers, doctors like yourself. And you've really made it a mission to teach mindfulness to the staff you work with How do you talk about mindful breathing with your colleagues when you're in these intense work environments? Well, I mean, I do it routinely myself now. It's Uh like I try like, okay, let's just just center myself after each encounter and get ready to be present for the next thing I need to do. Yeah. You can come out of these rooms where you've just talked to someone about the end of life or they're Mm -hmm. not going home because of their stroke. There's a lot of tension and so forth. If I just take a couple deep breaths, I can actually just let that go and get ready for the next thing. With the nurses and the other staff, you know, I just said, boy, you know, these are anxious times. Yeah. And you know what? You have a reason to be anxious. Yeah. And then I say, but what we really need to do is stop that spinning that's going on with all the fear. And and the way to calm the body is through the breath. Yeah. That there's data that if you, you know, calm the body and the mind will follow, the breath is always there for you. Yeah. And you're always breathing. You know, this is not adding to the chores of the things you're already doing. You know, if you just take a deep breath, a couple deep breaths, feel the tension fade, you can do that, you know, throughout the day. And this will be something that you can always come back to. You know, I just found uh, afterwards, look in people's eyes was that of like calm, 
they were thankful. Mm-hmm. And what I need to do now is kind of go back a second round and see how people are doing and talk to people about it. Can you walk us through the exercise now? Well, I tell everyone like, okay, sit or stand in a comfortable position. You might want to close your eyes and I'll lead you through some, some deep breaths here. So here we go. In one, two, three, four, out. One, two, three, four, five, six. And I repeat that a few times. And I'll say, as you're breathing, imagine you can feel all this tension that's built up in your shoulders slowly go away. And just imagine all the people around you here. Think about all the hard work and the love they bring to their work every day. And think about what a great team we have here and how lucky we are to be in this position to help these folks. And, you know, it's, I shouldn't say this, but it's a little embarrassing. Like, oh, my God, here's Dr. Haas with his thing again. Am I telling these <laughs> different people? They're not like a bunch of yogis. There's some kind of tough ER nurses. And, like, they were like, okay, yeah, that helped. How do you find mindful breathing shaping the care that you deliver? Well, you know, I, I've been doing it for like maybe three years now, and most days I do two minutes or three minutes. and yeah. But just that alone has gotten me to the point where a few breaths during the day can really just change the tone of my nervous system in this real palpable way. Mm. And to the point where I really feel much more present and open-hearted. Mm. I mean, the, for me, you know, if, live your life with your heart open. Mm. And the way to do that is to stop thinking about how screwed up things were in the past and how screwed up things are going to be in the future and be present in the moment. You know, people are suddenly finding themselves in close quarters with family and roommates and other people are alone and isolated at home. You started this mindful breathing practice in a really complicated work setting of providing healthcare, and now things are even more stressful. How do you maintain this practice in these times? What I find myself doing is like, I will breathe twice and say, uh, but what about the death total in Italy? And then I'll breathe another two times and say, is it true that these antiretrovirals might work? And I'll breathe two times and say, when are we going to get the new test? So I'm not having much luck in keeping my mind quiet, but I am keeping my body quiet and I am breathing slowly. And I'm, and the point is not necessarily to quiet the mind. The point is to understand all that's going on there. Yeah, yeah. And with that can come a little bit of self-compassion. You know, and that, hey, this is not an easy practice. It's not an easy time. I wouldn't expect my mind to be quiet right now necessarily. And that's one of the really, I mean, I think one of the most enduring ideas about the mindfulness tradition is non-judgmental awareness, right? And it's Mm -hmm. hard for the, in some sense, the mind is going to really struggle to be empty right now Mm because there's just so much information and uncertainty. But just to approach that information with a bit of equanimity really helps. It's not a bad time to actually use some help with these mindfulness exercises, yeah. right? The greater good has resources. and Many places have resources that you could just listen to a simple two-minute guided breathing exercise is a nice way to start. What are some of the key things you take from the greater good in terms of going forward, like what we really need to stay close to? I guess what I would say is that what you really need to do is talk to people. People need it is they need to talk. Yeah. You know, if you spend your day and you spend four hours on the phone talking to people, that's kind of what people need to do. And that is what I've found, how my days are being spent. And I find that that's what everyone's doing. I think it's a healthy thing to do. The potential upside of this is, boy, like all of a sudden, like, you know what? We're not taking that much for granted anymore. Yeah. Hey, 
thank goodness that Safeway is open and Trader Joe's are open. I can go there and buy food. Well, those are wonderful words of wisdom. Well, Leif, I want to thank you for being on The Science of Happiness. We are really grateful in very complicated time. You took time out of your day to talk about the front lines of responding to coronavirus, and, and I hope we can have you back. So thanks for being here. Can I make one more pitch here? Yeah. If you have masks at home yeah. for some reason, let's say you're in, or, or no friends who are in the business of painting or woodwork or construction, it's no joke. Yeah. Find a healthcare center where you can drop off your mask, five masks, 10 masks. You know, you could save a life. Absolutely. And Lee, thanks again for taking time away from the critical work you're doing right now and joining us on The Science of Happiness. It is hard right now, but 20 years of studies have documented that mindful breathing can help. When we learn how to practice mindfulness through using our breath, through using the body, we actually begin to change our ability to cope with stress. More on the benefits of mindful breathing up next. Hiring the right team for your business can be a long and arduous process. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts, you can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed Instant Match. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com happiness. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com happiness. Indeed.com happiness. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. We know from science that giving to others, especially those in need, can make us happier as a community. Unbound is an international nonprofit that partners with families living in extreme poverty, empowering them to become self-sufficient and fulfill their desired potential. When you sponsor a child, young adult, or elder through Unbound, you invest in personalized benefits that support goals chosen by the sponsored individual and their family. Unbound sends more than $100 million each year to support families in under-resourced countries. You can make a real and direct impact, offering hope, in the life of someone when they need it most. Partner with a new friend today at unbound.org happiness. There's a reason why practicing mindfulness has been embraced not only by some healthcare professionals like Leif Haas, but also by people facing trauma or anxiety. It can help us find calm and focus our attention. People say that our time is our most valuable resource, but really it's our attention. And so mindful breathing is about bringing our kind and curious attention to this gentle process of breathing. Shauna Shapiro is a professor at Santa Clara University and the author of Good Morning, I Love You, a book about cultivating mindfulness and self-compassion. Shauna was one of the first to study mindfulness in healthcare settings and has done so for over 20 years. And so one of the first studies we did teaching mindfulness to medical students, we found that during their exam period, they were much more resilient than the control group. They were able to deal with the stress of exams, they were able to decrease depression, anxiety, and also they were able to increase their empathy and compassion both for others and themselves. Shauna and her colleagues have replicated those findings again and again with different healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, therapists. and. What we're finding is at the core of these practices is really mindful breathing. 
this capacity to slow down, to be present, and to connect up these kind of automatic processes of the body with intention so that we're actually intentionally breathing. And what happens when we do this is it releases a whole cascade of healthy chemicals into the system. It down-regulates our nervous system, and it really brings us back into balance. When we breathe more mindfully and stay connected to the present moment, we release endorphins, chemicals that have a calming effect. And I think especially now during these stressful times, a lot of research shows that mindful breathing improves our immune system resilience, which we're all working towards. It lowers our blood pressure and our heart rate and puts us at less risk for a lot of cardiovascular disease, which they've shown to be correlated with COVID-19. So I think right now when we're all looking for ways to support ourselves, both mentally, emotionally, and physically, mindful breathing supports us in all three of these dimensions and is a very simple, free, and effective tool. Now is when mindful breathing can be most supportive. Plus, you can do it anywhere, even in the hardest situations. You don't need to sit down and close your eyes for five minutes. Sometimes it just takes one or two breaths, like Leaf said. The key to incorporating mindful breathing into your life is to remember. And so to make a commitment to set an intention to practice mindful breathing, and then to stay compassionate with yourself, that you're gonna forget, we're gonna be reactive, we're gonna make mistakes. And as soon as you remember, there's your opportunity to begin again. Right in that moment, you can take a mindful breath. We can rewire our brain in any moment. In fact, one of my favorite lines of poetry from a Persian poet Kabir, he says, wherever you are is the entry point. And so right here, right now, as you're listening, this is the moment where you can begin. And this moment, this breath, they matter. They have an impact. If you have a few quiet moments, I invite you to try a two-minute mindful breathing practice with me right now. So what I'd like you to do is to sit down if you can or stand, but be in a comfortable position. Make sure your posture is upright and your shoulders are nice and relaxed. And if you're sitting, put your hands on your knees and, and let's begin. So I'd like you to close your eyes. And let's take a nice deep breath in to account of for as we breathe in and really expand our chest and our belly. And then as you breathe out, pull in your abdominal muscles and feel the air move through your chest, your lungs, and your nose. Breathing in again, let's expand the chest and really feel the breath move the body as it expands. Breathing out, feel the air move up like a wave through your chest and through your nose. Breathing in, as you expand your chest, really feel your shoulders relax, your face relax. As you breathe out, relax your brow and your jaw such sights of tension.
Breathing in, notice the sensations that may be arising in your body. Maybe you feel a little warmer in the chest or just a little bit more relaxed. Breathing out, move your attention into your face and your head. As we breathe in this last breath, let's open our eyes. As we breathe out, let's just take stock of the two minutes we've spent here to do a little mindful breathing. Thank you. If you'd like to try other mindfulness practices, visit our Greater Good in Action website at ggia.berkeley.edu. Share your stories with us using the hashtag happinesspod or emailing greater at berkeley.edu. We also have practices, resources, and articles for dealing with the stresses and strains of COVID-19, especially for parents and educators. Find them at greatergood.berkeley.edu slash coronavirus. And you can register for our free online course on the science of happiness. It's at edX.org slash happiness. That's edX.org slash happiness. I'm Dacker Keltner. Thanks for joining us on the Science of Happiness. Our podcast is a co-production of UC Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center and PRX. Our senior producer is Shuka Kalantari. Production assistance is from Jenny Cataldo and Ben Manila of BMP Audio. Special thanks to our associate producer, Brett Simpson, from UC Berkeley's Graduate School of Journalism. Our executive producer is Jane Park. Our editor-in-chief is Jason Marsh, and our science director is Emiliana Simon-Thomas. <laughs>